Hi, and welcome back to Frame and Flow, creating, connecting, and neurodiversity. I'm your host, Annalise Page, and today we have a very unique episode. This episode is focused on finding yourself through burnout, and it also includes a guided meditation, which I highly encourage you to tune back into and follow along with me. I want to say just a few things before we start. If you didn't know by now, my name is Annalise Page and I'm a hippie. That means that all I want out of life is love. I want you to feel loved. I want to feel love. I want to give love. I want to receive love. I want to dance in love and most excellent golden hour lighting. And I can only do that when I'm not burnt out and when I'm feeling creative. And creativity is a beautiful dance between our minds and our passions, but it's no secret that burnout can disrupt that dance in a major way. So whether you're an artist, writer, musician, or someone who simply loves to infuse creativity into their daily life, this episode is for you. Yeah, you, the one listening to this. Let's explore some strategies to keep that creative water flowing, even in the midst of burnout. First and foremost, burnout wants to barge in like a party pooper, like a party pooper. You know, it's a person who poops at the parties. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> Am I being a millennial right now? Anyway, there's a meme. But it's not going to be a party pooper on our watch because we're going to uncover how to get those creative juices flowing. First things first, let's demystify burnout. It's not just a tired yawn, folks. Burnout is like the ultimate energy vampire and it sucks the fun out of the most colorful ideas. And yes, it can even turn the peppiest of creators into grumpy badgers. Sometimes burnout can feel like headache, stomach ache, gut issues, fatigue, frequent illness, change in appetite, a lack of joie de vie. But don't fret, my dudes. If you caught the episode about rewiring our brains, then you already know that our brains can totally flex their creative muscles even when burnout's being all cranky. So um, how do we give burnout the boot and let our creative spark light up the room again? There is no creative person alive who can work without being inspired. For some, finding inspiration is easy and comes naturally, and others, people find it really fucking challenging. Um, but no creative is immune to artist's block, and it happens all the time in every creative practice among every artist who has ever lived. There may be ways to spark creativity and help bring back that joie de vie. Joie de vie means the joy of your life. But the most important thing is to be open to it, and it constantly expose yourself to different sources of inspiration. And here is how our brains can help. So we know that the left side, oh, by the way, if you didn't know this, heads up, the left side of our brain generates rational thought and thinking using the right side of your brain is fundamental in creative thinking. Um, also, side note, if anyone wants to know why I sound weird, we've been having wildfire smoke all through the town and I feel really stuffed up and congested. So uh, you're welcome. So to stimulate the right side of the brain, you need to relax and be open to new ideas. And this is where meditation comes in handy. While you meditate, you're able to clear your mind of all thoughts and any type of mental clutter while allowing for more creativity in your brain. And first, I just want to say something real quick. Meditation is not about having an empty brain. A lot of people with ADHD or with a TBI or a busy brain often find that meditation is really f***ing hard because you have to sit still and you have to just let the wave of thoughts just roll over you. And that's okay. It's okay. And the more you do it, the better you'll get. Don't expect to be like a perfect Tibetan monk. 
<laughs> the first time with meditating. Meditation also increases the blood flow to this part of your brain, to all parts of your brain, really, which help it work more efficiently and creatively. So the left hemisphere also helps us filter out unnecessary information from our surroundings. And in contrast, the right hemisphere allows us for more information to be into our consciousness, which will then be used to develop new ideas. So like creativity. So here we go. First up is a meditation to restore creativity. And are you sick of me telling you how to meditate yet? I think I mentioned this in at least every other episode. I'm like, hey, you should try meditating. Hey, have you tried meditating? Okay, so here we go. This is your guided meditation. I'm all wiggling in my chair. I'm going to get comfortable. You get comfortable too. Okay, ready? So first, um, if you're driving right now, maybe don't do this guided meditation. Maybe like bloop, 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 fast forward uh, a few minutes and uh, come back to this when you have time because you're going to have to close your eyes and uh, I don't want you to crash your car, okay? I'm just saying. Like I'm looking, looking out for you. First, let's talk about breathing. You're going to put your hands on your stomach right where your belly button is and you're going to completely relax your belly. A lot of us hold in our bellies because reasons and you may not even realize you're doing it. It might just be subconscious. So you're going to take a big breath in through your nose and then exhale, relax your diaphragm, relax your belly, and just notice that your stomach as you're breathing is rising and falling with each in and out breath. Go ahead, let's try it again. Inhale through your nose. And then exhale. Now, as you keep breathing deeply into your stomach, I'd like you to breathe in for a count of five. Then you're going to hold your breath for a count of five and breathe out slowly for a count of five. So let's try this together. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Hold your breath, two, three, four, five. Breathe out slowly, three, four, five. And keep breathing in. Three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. And you're just going to keep breathing this way. And I'm going to be silent and you can breathe. invite you to take a deep breath and when you're comfortable begin to close your eyes and I wonder if you would take a moment to imagine yourself being more calm peaceful and focused and as you allow your subconscious mind to naturally conjure an image of what it would feel like to be calm peaceful and focused Consider what you might be seeing. What are you hearing? 
What might you be feeling? That shows you a more calm, peaceful, and focused life. And perhaps you're already feeling more calm, peaceful, and focused. And if not, notice that your unconscious mind can reveal how you might do this. Now you might think of a simple way to incorporate this feeling of calm into your life in the days and weeks ahead. And after you have done that, know that it can really be this easy to create a little more peace and calm in your life. So now I invite you to take a breath for a moment and begin to move your attention back to the room, listening to the sounds around you, and you can begin to open your eyes. So how was that? What did you learn? Was that your first time meditating? If this was your first time meditating, I would love to hear how you felt. I know that was really short. But meditation doesn't have to be an all-day affair. Like It can be whenever you have a quick five minutes to yourself. You're waiting in line to pick up your kid from school. You can have five minutes to turn off the radio, tune out the world around you, and just be present and mindful. You're about to start a shoot. What can you do? Arrive about 10 minutes early. Know that all of your stuff is ready because you prepared it before you left the house. And take five minutes and just do a quick meditation. You can always create a time when you can be away from distractions also. I would suggest trying this in the morning since that's when it's easy for me to have more energy and fewer distractions. But you know, you know your life, you know when you're going to be able to find that time. And no matter when it is, you make sure to find that time. Find an area where you won't be disturbed. Those of us with kids may find that difficult, but I believe in you. Sometimes you just gotta hide in the pantry. (laughs) Turn off all electronics, such as your phone, TV, computer, anything that makes noises. And if you have a clock that you can see the time, turn it around or put it to your back so you're just not thinking about time. And bring your attention to your breath. That's really what starts. So when we're meditating, we're focusing on our breathing. I remember Deepak Chopra said something about the phrase, so hum. And I can't remember what it means at this moment in time. But all I remember is that if I can chant this, then all the intrusive thoughts that flood in my brain as a person with ADHD, I have a lot, I can acknowledge them. And I'm like, oh, that's what I was thinking. And then I can just send it on its way. And then I can bring my breath back to focus. And with each inhale, I expand my rib cage, expand my diaphragm, release the tension in my stomach. And then I exhale, (sighs) relaxing my shoulders, my face, my neck. Whenever my mind starts to wander, I just smile and refocus my attention on my breathing. And through any period of time, it'll be beneficial. But when you're first starting out, see if you can aim for 10 minutes. When you're done with your meditation, you can begin to tackle a task that you want to be more creative about. Start by thinking of all the different ways in which someone has solved this problem while you're meditating. For example, maybe you can think about how has technology solved this problem for me? Or how has an artist tackled a similar issue? Remember earlier that I said that there's no creative person alive who can work without being inspired. 
And for some, finding inspiration is easy and it comes naturally, while it can be a challenge for others. And you remember that I shared this with you already. And I think that's the important part. Our unconscious mind can reveal to us what we can do to stay more calm and what we can do to bring peace and creativity into our life. Meditation is not something that you can do right now. I totally understand. Maybe start with five minutes at a time. That's cool too. What's another thing we can do to help us heal and get away from burnout? I, as a professional introvert, uh, say that I, I like to refuel my, I don't know, is it called a creativity jar? We're going to call it that. I can refill my creativity jar by getting away from people. I like to find a place with few people or no people. For example, a nice nature walk, a remote cabin, a nice drive in the middle of nowhere, my local park on a day when no one's around. Whatever you got to do, you just get away from people for a while and turn off your devices. Like we're so addicted to our phone that it's taking away our boredom. And I strongly feel like when an artist or a creative person is bored, that is when inspiration comes up. So allow yourself to be bored. My gosh, I sound like a mother. And typically when we're bored, the first thing that comes to mind is doing something else. However, the act of doing something else can hinder our creative ability uh, because it disconnects us from our current situation and leads into a lapse in concentration and focus. Being concerned with what other people think about you might also impede your creative thinking. If you're worried about what they will think of your ideas or worried about how other people may perceive the art that you make. And I know that a lot of people with ADHD have uh, rejection dysphoria sensitivity. I personally do not have this. And I'm, I'm just saying like, my personal motto, which I can hear my mother saying it in my head, like, what's the worst someone's going to do? Say no. To me, a person saying no, like, that's fine. Very few people tell me no because <laughs> my ideas are always great. <laughs> Except my husband. He always tells me no. That's fine. That's fine. Marry a person who has no problem telling you no. One key to boosting creative problem solving is to get your mind in a different zone. Remember I was talking about being bored earlier and allow your subconscious to start thinking outside the box. Uh, the best way, get away from people. Remember I talked about that earlier, improving your creativity like a wonderful byproduct when you can spend some time in nature. Go hug some trees. Nature provides an expansiveness that you usually don't get when you're surrounded by buildings. And to be fair, I understand that not everyone has access to mother nature I just encourage you, like, find a park, find some soil, have your meditation there, put on some noise-canceling headphones if you feel safe. You got this. Being surrounded by nature is an expansiveness, and it gives our minds room to breathe and relax and feel a sense of clarity and openness. And that can be really hard to find when you're in a busy city. Like, try to find some place where birds are singing. Another way to get away from people is maybe find a quiet room or a space with little activity buzzing around. Your own room, shut the door, turn off everything. Try to find a place that has some sort of natural light. And again, turn off your phones, shut down your computer or any other technology that can distract you. Just because you're not using those things does not mean that their pinging or beeping will be any less of a distraction. So just a heads up. Another thing you can do is go on an inspiration journey, like go to the museum, go to your local university's bookstore and look at the books, listen to music that you don't normally listen to, go watch a show that your local community theater is putting out. The point of being on an inspirational journey is to find new ways to feel creative and inspired by your surroundings. And the first thing that you have to do is to find a place or a device to collect this inspiration. Personally, I always have with me a little something to write with, a pen, 
some sticky notes. Uh, I don't like to take notes on my phone because once they're out of sight, they're out of mind. But if I have a big chunky journal, then I write the date in the top right. So I remember when past Annalise was making these notes and then I can refer back to it if I want to slash if I remember that it exists. (laughs) Um, But having a journal, like a physical journal helps me think about ways that I can start with inspiration and that I can have an intention of inspiration. Anytime, especially right before bed, I have these thoughts go through my head and I just want to write them down. So just do that. Another thing you can do to break up burnout, shake up your mood. A mood change can mean anything from like a minor jolt in your day or something more radical. So if you're looking for a happy medium, this is a great thing because you want to allow focus and creativity to flow. Small changes in your everyday routine can help you keep motivated and feeling good in your corporeal form. The best way I find to shake up my mood is to do something I enjoy, but I use it as a reward. So what is the thing I want to do most today? Today, I want to take my puppy on a walk and listen to my audiobook. That is going to be my reward. So I'm going to find the thing that I really don't want to do today, which I call the boring things. And after I've done those, then I will go and reward myself with a walkie walk with Petra. Um, There's a picture of Petra, by the way, in this episode show notes. So if you wanted to know how amazing my puppy dog is, uh, she's pretty fucking amazing. And she probably loves you. So anyway, I got very distracted because all I can think about is Petra now. Hold on. Hold on. Wait for it. Thanks for tuning in to Frame and Flow, creating, connecting, and neurodiversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Please, for the love of all that's holy, drop me a shout out under the reviews and tell me if anything I'm saying is making sense or is wonderful because I bet it's weird. Get ready to tune in next time for creative revolutions, revelations, and neurodiverse explorations. And take care and keep riding that creative wave. Keep dreaming, keep creating, and keep revolutionizing the world with your unique talents. Okay, I love you. Bye.